If you need a laugh, here on your behalf It's bad mates, are we fighting crime? Or just wasting time? It's bad mates, lunch, boom, crash, kapow Stream it, download, holy cow You can stop listening now to bad mates Because we're bad mates Hello and welcome to Batmates. We only had enough ideas for one episode of this podcast, but by some miracle, we've managed to record 11. It's a Hanukkah miracle. My name is Becca, and today I learned that Zatanna is Jewish. And my name is Josh, and my sign is a Libra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Scorpio. It means I just feel my feelings really heavily. <laughs> This episode is not about the Zodiac Killer. Wouldn't that be a cool crossover, though, if Batman figured out who the Zodiac Killer was? Uh, not really. The When Batman figured out who Jack the Ripper was, it was pretty lame in the comics. Who was it? Didn't it end up being... Spoilers for Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, it was Gordon? Yeah, it was like James Gordon or something. Does he go by Jack the Ripper in that? Or yeah. is he just sort of like a Jack the Ripper-esque kind of No, villain? I'm pretty sure it's like straight up they say he's Jack the Ripper. Wild. Somebody get on that. Zodiac Killer and Batman. I want to see that. That might be in just the movie. It's James Gordon. Mm. Throw Robert Graysmith in there. It's been a while since I've read the book. <laughs> Robert Graysmith is a cartoonist. If he's still alive, which I think he is, he should make a Batman comic where Batman finds out who the Zodiac Killer is. Oh, yeah. I want that. I'll write him a letter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Um, so hello and welcome to Batmates. We're a comedy podcast where we talk about Batman Silver Age reviews. Usually we talk about villains. Sometimes they're ones you've heard of, and sometimes they're Signal Man. <laughs> we did this one because I wanted to do a Hanukkah-themed episode, and Josh was like, well, we've already done Firefly. Maybe we can do, like, a light-themed episode. I wanted to do Zatanna because she's Jewish, but apparently, even she's though Zatanna She's not Jewish was, in every continuity, though, right? She's only Jewish in, in the bombshells. DC Bombshells continuity. Listen, if it's, com if it's canon in Bombshells, it's canon everywhere else. No, it's not. She never is shown she celebrating Christmas. She's part of the multiverse. Okay. For all we know, she's pagan. She practices magic. Yeah, Jews can practice magic. Why not? Oh, I don't know. Isn't that in the Brobel? I First of all. <laughs> the Torah? <laughs> <laughs> the Torah. Uh, I don't know. That's a question for a rabbi. Uh, okay. I don't know any that we could call right now. Right now? Uh, <laughs> that would be a weird guest interview. <laughs> question for you, rabbi. Is Zatanna Jewish? And are, are, can, can magicians Jewish? be Jewish? <laughs> Honestly, he would tell me, is her mother Jewish? Then yeah, she's probably Jewish. The question is not whether magicians can be Jewish. It's whether or not Jewish people can practice magic. Can Jewish people be sorcerers? Yeah. Okay, are we talking about like real magic or like... She's a real magician. I, On yeah. top of being like a stage magician, she's also she also has magic powers. Okay. There is at least one character in the Harry Potter universe who is Jewish. So... <laughs> I'm going with yes, Jews can practice magic. Okay. okay. And still be Jewish. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Uh, so we're going to do Signal Man today because we thought he had something to do with light. He really doesn't. Not really. Though. No. Um, and his, his definition of signal is pretty loose. It basically means symbol. He could have called himself Symbol Man. Yeah. He's basically the Riddler. 
Well, I mean, every Silver Age villain is basically the Riddler. Yeah. When they were like, I think it was because when the when the writers were too lazy to write like an actual mystery for Batman to solve, they were just like, well, I'll just let the villains leave him clues. Yeah. Well, he's a detective, I guess. <laughs> he has to have some detective work, and. I can't be bothered to actually create a real mystery. <laughs> I want to call them like Riddlerites, like the little mini Riddlers who leave like terrible little clues. Yeah. But it's always just like, like last week, it's always just like two random items and it's like, can you figure it out? Yeah, yeah. Even though that was the Joker, that was his worst heist ever. <laughs> or tangi- yeah, it's like two items that are tangentially related to whatever crime is going to happen. It almost feels like the writers just kind of wanted to um, like share a fun fact, do their own Josh's fact corner, and they were like, I'll do it through showing a heist. That's true, yeah. Did a lot of know? these clues are like, did you know this strange practice that yep. happened? Or like this obscure wording. Mm-hmm. So let's let's jump into some quick news. It's not really news. Uh, I actually just wanted to do a little end of the year shout out to uh, BatmanNews.com, where I usually get all of the news for this show. Um, and shout out, they have a really cute little gift guide on their website for if you're shopping for the Bat fan in your life of all ages. Um, the gift guide is cool because it goes from like low to high. So it starts with like you could buy them a single comic for three ninety nine, or you could buy them this art print for four thousand dollars from the sixty six TV show. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, somewhere in there. So I just want to highlight three things from uh, the gift guide that I found really interesting. Uh, but yeah, definitely go to Batman News and read their actual gift guide and get something nice for somebody special in your life. Um, so the first one is a uh, like kid-focused comic, one targeted towards kids, okay. called Archimaniacs. Um, and I'm going to read a little bit of the description. Okay. Um, the, it's perfect for an 8 to 12 year old crowd. This cartoony take on Gotham City sees a young Bruce Wayne sneak off in the middle of the night to investigate all the fun happenings at the weird and wacky Arkham Apartments. So it's not like an asylum. They're not bad guys. It's just like a bunch of loony people live in Arkham Apartments. And Bruce Wayne is... It's so funny. The cover, he's in a little sweater vest. It's, he's really... It's really cute. Oh, that is cute. He's adorable. That is... Uh, oh, a little penguin on it. Oh, my God. I love it. Look at that little penguin. Aww. Now I want to read that. Somebody get me that. Somebody get me that. Uh, the second one is um, this really interesting, uh, it's a like a collection of three comic books that came out recently, all focused on uh, female characters in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get... It's not the sirens, is it? No. Um, you get Mara Tidebreaker, Under the Moon, A Catwoman Tale, and uh, a Harley Quinn book that I actually just started reading tonight called Breaking Glass. I'm like halfway through it. It's really good. It's very like fast paced. Oh. If, if you like that style of storytelling from uh, Birds of Prey, it's not it's not quite as like frenetic as Birds of Prey, but you could it's definitely in like a very well written Harley voice. Mm. Um, and it's her as like a 15 year old girl coming to Gotham and like some crazy adventures that she gets into. Okay. Um, and you and said the third one was Mara? It's uh, uh, Aquaman's wife? Yeah. Okay. Mara Tidebreaker. Interesting. But yeah, uh, the Harley Quinn Breaking Glass was an Eisner award winning book. Uh, so those are all really, really nice for readers 14 and up who are looking for a strong female lead. And then the last one is a uh, interactive. It's I guess it's a comic book. It's an interactive comic book with like it's almost like a puzzle book. 
Okay. It's um, not like a choose-your-own-adventure. No, not really. Uh, it's called Batman Crack the Case. You're part of the action as a character named Solver, who Batman calls on to assist with puzzles and figure out crimes. Kids will definitely get a kick out of being, quote, in the story with Batman, and some of the puzzles are pretty clever, too. These challenges range from simple mazes and figure out which wire to cut challenges to more complex word puzzles and cryptographic formulas. Oh, you love these things. I do. You absolutely love logic puzzles. <laughs> I was going to say, like, oh, as a kid, I loved cryptographs, but, like, I still... Still love cryptographs. You still love solving those type of things. I love puzzles. I used to. My mom used to take me shopping, but first she would like go to the go to like Mapes Toy Store and get mm-hmm. me one of those little you know like those invisible ink books where you have like the little yeah little yeah. Pens. Every time she needed to take me to Payless, she would get me one of those first, <laughs> and it was like a good two and a half hours of entertainment for me. <laughs> I loved those things, and I still love them. And I still don't like shopping. It's... Uh, so yeah, those are my recommendations for what I liked off of the gift guide. But there's so many great things on there. There's uh, Batman salt and pepper shakers. Um, there's a couple really cool figurines if the person who you love is into figurines. So yeah, definitely check it out. Check out Batman News. Uh, they always give us some fantastic stories, and I never credit them. Yeah. But thanks, Batman News. Oh, the one thing that I did want to mention, uh, we didn't cover it last episode in the Joker episode. I heard that they had wrapped filming on some people in the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Not like Robert Pattinson, but... Uh, he's got a ways to go. Yeah, yeah, he's still got... But like some of the side characters, they, they have finished filming their scenes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, production's moving along. Yeah question yes who's gonna be the first person in the batman cast to get the covid vaccine <laughs> i don't know <laughs> to, go, to go back to our uh, our first episode question robert pattinson no who's well he, who's didn't old? he already get it or that was just the rumor right no he got covid he's oh, gonna he be did. the first person to get the vaccine yeah well why would he get the vaccine if he already got it because like he already has the antibodies right i don't know that's how viruses work is it yeah. I think you can re-get it. Whatever. We're not, this is not a COVID podcast. Yeah, you can get it again if it mutates and you get like a different version of it. But it's it's not super likely. Okay. Anyway. Yes. The answer is John DeToro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say before we get into the comic? Not really. I did want to, I want to save Rogue Roundup until after we get into the comic because most of what we know about Signal Man comes from this comic. At least his origin story is contained in this comic and then he doesn't do a whole lot later on. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Ready for it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so we're going over Batman number 112. Did you get the uh, writer and editor? Yeah, this comic, uh, The Signal Man of Crime, was edited by Jack Schiff. It was written by Bill Finger, penciled by Sheldon Maldoff, inked by Charles Paris, and letters by Pat Gordon. And I believe that Bill Finger is uh, given credit for the creation of Signal Signal Man as well. One of his many great villains. (laughs) Only one of several amazing creations by Bill Finger. Yeah. He he gets all the A-listers. Yeah. Of course. So we've got this cool title page where it's the signal man standing on top of some scales and he's throwing uh, a zodiac symbol at batman mm-hmm. which one is this so this is you'll see later it's part of the like bow and arrow okay the archer okay. yeah and he's throwing it at batman to like yeah. impale him mm-hmm. because it's shaped like an arrow it looks like um when prince used to go by a signal by like a symbol it looks like the symbol that prince used to go by <laughs> okay uh, Signal Man, uh, let's, uh, let's see, I can describe him here on the cover. 
He has a yellow cape that has a bunch of different symbols on it. I am, some of them are zodiac signs. Some of them are just like regular symbols. I am in love with his costume. Yeah, and especially really? the page where like it shows his costume fully with like that like, weird background. Close up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's my favorite panel in this it, comic. He's he's uh, it's like red skin tight suit, uh, except for he has like a yellow circle on the chest. And then he has like green and yellow striped underwear yeah. over top. I love it. Like how old Superman used to have the the like blue underwear that goes over top of his costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he looks like that to to the to the listeners. Um, so we get introduced at the beginning of this comic to Phil Cobb. Phil Cobb, little man with big dreams. Yeah, a small time crook uh, who is like, I'm gonna make it in Gotham. He shows up to a hangout of criminals, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, it's that uh, it's that bar from every other comic that we've seen. <laughs> yeah, it's where just all the like, molehill men hang out. Where where every single criminal in Gotham goes. Yeah, play pool. There's a there's a pool table in the background. There is pool table. Yeah, they are playing pool. I love it. Uh, so yeah, he shows up. He asks people to join up with him. He wants to start a gang. Uh, no one wants to work with him. Listen, Phil, everyone has plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideas are a dime a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> so he needs to make a name for himself. I love that no one gives him the time of day. And I also wonder why doesn't he start by, why does he start by wanting to actually run a gang? Shouldn't he like work his way up, working for an established villain? Or is that just like a death wish because everyone knows like, oh yeah, if you work for like Scarecrow or the Riddler, you know, you're just going to be the first one Batman punches. It's just a it's just a different way to get beaten up by Batman. Well, okay. I'm going to cover this a little later, but it seems like he has the capital to start an enterprise somehow. Maybe his small-time crooking has has given him enough resources to be able yeah. to start a gang. He just needs bodies, but he can't get people to join him. I guess cuz they don't want to get paid under the table. They want to make sure everything's on the up and up. I don't know. <laughs> What criminals do you know who get paid through ADP? <laughs> what criminal behavior is not okay? Well, I can do listen, a couple. man. If if the federal government Wall isn't, Street, <laughs> if the federal government isn't going to be overseeing my wages, how do listen, I know that he's going to be paying me? As long as you're robbing poor people, it can be over the table. Rich people, that's got to be under the table. Boom. Oh boy. Real okay, politicast. Um, yeah. So he gets like upset about this. He's like, nobody will join my gang. I know what I have to do. I have to make a name for myself. Just like all these villains say in all of these comics. He's like, I have to make a name for myself. He promises that he won't get caught, but he makes the exact same mistakes as Joker and Penguin and tips Batman off. Yeah. <laughs> and even in this next scene, I'm sure you're going to talk about this next scene. Yeah. Even even Gordon's sick of it. <laughs> Gordon is me. <laughs> He's like another one of those cheap hoodlums who thinks he can make a reputation for himself by outsmarting the law. You've got to stop him. <laughs> no one can outsmart the law. Yeah, yeah. My, my notes say, thinks he won't be caught, proceeds to warn Batman that he'll be committing crimes. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Mr. 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 Man? Mr. Batman? I, uh, I'm new to your city. Mr. Man. Uh, new to your city. I'm a little short on cash. I'm gonna be stealing stuff. You don't know where, but I will be stealing things. Love, Signal Man. Yeah. Um, and then he, I, I, the other thing I know is he signs his, le- he signs this letter, like the signal man in like calligraphy. Like yeah. that's his like 
special signature. Like, yeah. isn't he afraid that they're going to do... I mean, Batman's a detective. He could do handwriting analysis on it, right? On what? He's new to the city. I guess that's true. He's new to the city, but he's not new to crime. He's an established criminal. Listen, handwriting analysis didn't work to catch the Zodiac Killer. It's not going to work on Ziggenland. Okay, okay. Um, and I also have a note here. It's it's still weird to see Batman as a deputized law enforcement officer. I know. Like, he just shows up in the police station, and Jim Gordon orders him around like a policeman. They, they summoned him. They summoned him with the bat signal. Of course he's going to come. And of course he's going to get ordered around. It doesn't make any sense. Batman's a... He's supposed to be his own thing well that's why in all the like newer versions of it there's that gag that batman is always like just like jumping off the roof when gordon's not looking yeah he's like i'm sick of talking to you bye Mm -hmm. i don't need to stay here you're not you're not my boss and you're not my dad (laughs) unless he's talking to barbara and then she's got to be like you are my dad but you don't know Uh, okay, yeah, and then the clue that he sends is a broom with an atom, like, symbol attached to it Mm. via, like, a tag. Mmm, listeners, can you figure it out? Yeah, we get another uh, play-along at home here where the comic asks you if you can figure out what's actually happening. So dumb. It's funny, though, because it puts at the bottom of the next panel where they at least show you, like, where he is. Yeah, yeah, uh, let's see, yeah. So then we jump to Signal Man at a quote-unquote hobby show. I know you love this panel. <laughs> it's, okay. I have a lot to say about it. Yeah, yeah, this is like a quarter or a third of the page of a, a panel. It shows what it calls a hobby show, but what we're shown in this scene is, uh, let's see here, we have a giant cuckoo clock, mm-hmm. like a 20-foot tall cuckoo clock, mm-hmm. a 15-foot tall drum, like an African drum, and then uh, out of sight that where it gets revealed, like kind of in the next panel, is a jade submarine. Yep. And then I think there's also like in the background, it shows some some other like artifacts, mo- model boats. Yeah, listen, yeah. you got the three hobbies. Okay, atomic replica, African culture, and time. That's not those. These aren't hobbies. Those are the hobbies. I can understand if this was like a sculpture exhibition. Or something. This is not a hobby show. Nobody's mm-hmm. hobby is 15-foot African drums. It could be. A, a, a 20-foot tall drummer. <laughs> That's his hobby. Or a 20-foot tall cuckoo clock. It doesn't make any sense. I, my favorite thing about this panel is the guy in the corner who's pointing at... I said it was an 80-foot clock. At the 80-foot clock... No, it's 20 feet tall. Just in case the lady next to him doesn't see it. <laughs> He's like, honey, look. One of the three things in this room... <laughs> <laughs> Do you see it? Look, maybe, it's 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 seven oh five. Maybe he's pointing out the details on it. No, and that's because part of the hobby was decorating it. Maybe Who knows? with leaves. Yeah, there's like four giant leaves on it. It's beautiful. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then, Signal Man commits his first crime, which is pulling the fire alarm, which is a felony in most states. Really? Yeah. If you pull a fire alarm and there's no emergency, that's a felony in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Wow. <laughs> um, so, like, if you do it in high school, does that go on, like, your criminal record? I mean, it would be, I don't know, do they give criminal records to high schoolers? I don't know. I don't think it's enough of a felony for you to be, like, tried as an adult for it. Is it a felony to call 911 when there's nothing wrong? 
No. I knew a couple. I I have. I, oh, I know you've done this. Yeah, I've accidentally called nine one one. Sometimes before. kids call nine one one by accident. Yeah. I haven't, luckily. No. Yeah, that's not a felony. Although it's not good to do because there have been people who have had nine one one call like operators dismiss them because they thought they were prank callers yeah. and ended up like people ended up losing their lives and stuff. Sad. Yeah. It's and and they they're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to take it seriously, even if it's a prank. Yeah. Well, the time that, that it happened to somebody in my elementary school, it was not taken as a prank. Mm. Probably because the call was coming from an elementary school. They were like, we should probably investigate this. Yeah. If, if a child in an elementary school thought to call 911, we should maybe just, let's, I think they, they sent one car. Oh, okay. They sent a guy. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened when I accidentally called 911. They just send somebody out to check it, check up and make sure everything's on the up and up. Yeah. Can, can, do, you, do you feel comfortable revealing the details of yours? Because I think it's kind of hilarious. Sure. Yeah, so I went to a cousin's house that lived, like, really far away. So it was, like, the first time that I had ever seen them. Uh, a cousin of, like, my mom's or something. And uh, they had a phone in their upstairs bedroom that was like Mickey Mouse shaped, and it was sitting on the floor. So I thought it was a toy because it was shaped like Mickey Mouse and it was sitting on the floor. And I dialed 911 into it and like an operator picked up and I freaked out and like hung it up. And then they called back the house and the adults answered it. And they were like, what's going on? And I had to explain it. Um, But like to this day, I'm still like, why would you have a phone on the floor in your bedroom. Was it plugged into anything? Yeah, it was plugged into the like it was plugged into the wall and was able to call out. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's just a novelty phone. That was a big thing in like I, the 80s and 90s. I understand that, but it wasn't like next to their bed or anything. It was like next to the doorway. It was weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's the the mouse it's the mouse's phone. Okay. Yeah. I just love that that it, in my I in my recollection of this telling, I thought it was like an Elmo phone or like No, a, it, was, it was Mickey Mouse. Like a little toy phone. Why was your first instinct to call 911? Whatever, you were a child. We were fine. we were playing. I think like I was p- playing and like Aww. I was like, "Oh, like I'm going to go call I'm going to call the cops on you because I was playing with my cousins." <laughs> or <laughs> second or third cousins, whatever they were. That's so cute. I love it. I love that you as a child you used to do like authentic prop work. <laughs> Wait, I'm crying. That's so cute. Okay, 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 okay. Do the podcast. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, he pulls a fire alarm to yes. clear everybody out of this hobby show. I'm giving air quotes, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he swings down to try and steal this jade submarine that's sitting out in the open. Uh, Robin yoinks it out of the way, and Signalman is like surprised. Mm. And then on his like swing up, Signalman comes into contact with Batman, who jumps out of the cuckoo clock. Mm. Like he's the cuckoo bird. Yeah, he is. Uh, he taunts Batman a little here. Uh, I, I don't have the, what exactly he says written down. He says, um, So, Batman, you knew that a broom is hoisted onto a new submarine after a successful first run, a signal of a clean sweep. Very smart, but I'm smarter. Ha ha! That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was what the clue meant. The broom in, in the atom was, it's a nuclear submarine, and the broom is a clean sweep thing. Yeah. Apparently, happened in World War II is like a thing that happened earlier than that. Ships flew brooms for other reasons, and it hasn't been u- used a lot recently. Mm-hmm. But it has been used a couple of times. Like, I want to say there was something in 2003 where some submarine, like, hit all of its targets and they, they flew a broom. Oh. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, that's what it means. It's like you did a clean sweep, you got rid of, like, all the enemy combatants or something. Oh. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. Josh's fact corner. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I really like what happens next. He Batman jump, bounces off this giant drum to no. chase him? No. Oh. The way that Signal Man then gets away. Oh. <laughs> I thought this was just chef's kiss. Yeah. So Batman jumps off this drum, follows Signal Man. Uh, Signal Man makes an escape. And Batman comes up on these two doors. One of them says broom closet. The other one says exit. Uh, He goes into the one that says exit, but it turns out to be a broom closet. He switched the signs. Yes. And it worked. It worked. He fooled Batman. It it was enough time for him to get away, too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, Batman didn't be like, oh, wrong door. Because they're right next to each other. Yeah, legit. He was like... Uh, better investigate this broom closet for a second, just to make sure it's not an exit. <laughs> no, it's a broom closet, all right. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Clean sweep. What could it mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then we do uh, a cut to Signal Man's hideout, where he's retreated. I don't know where he is, but I want to be there. He just moved. This... He just moved to the city. This is why. This is why I said perhaps he has some capital because. I want to know where he got all of this stuff. I, I He has like a railroad signal. Wait. He has a wall full of flags. Wait. I I don't quite know. This might just be what the inside of his mind looks like. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible this panel is entirely metaphorical. So he's celebrating with tomorrow's newspaper that says Signal Man Escapes Batman, which is great. Um, he's happy. He's made the front pages. He's fully in his costume and like we can see the whole thing. Like just for like clearly for the first time. Yeah, he's got some weird stuff on there too. Like, doesn't he have like the RX symbol? Yeah, he has music notes. He has the like copyright symbol. He has zodiac signs, and in the background, yeah, there's a traffic light. There's like a like a cryptograph wheel, like one of those ones. I think they call them like Caesar like code ciphers where yeah, you yeah. spin the wheel and then there's a buoy which might be foreshadowing and a bunch of flags and then also a musical staff and like none of the flags are actual country flags no that's the- uh that's that's scotland is it okay yeah. what's the one next to it that has the blue and yellow stripes i don't know that that's one. not a real country that's flag. not one but there is a scotland <laughs> okay. it's the uh what do they call that the saint Saint something cross. Okay. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It's the red part of the Union Jack. <laughs> okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. So these definitely, the other ones are not country flags. There's like a yellow square and like blue and yellow stripes and that's it's, it. It's very wild and I love it and I want to be there. That's mm. where I want to die. Yeah. I, I just want to know where he got all this stuff. Like... And how he was able to set this up so quickly. Because like we said, he just moved into town. He does, he, he did just move into town. But he has one clear goal, and it's to be brandable. That's true. So he knows in your lair, when Batman finally comes and punches you to death, (laughs) he's got to know that this is what you were all about. Uh, Submission. Submission. He punches you to submission. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, then we get this next clue that he sends to the police station. Uh, It's a fir tree and two astronomical signs. Mm Mm-hmm. Who set this tree up? This is just like a, it's like a Christmas tree that is set up perfectly in Commissioner Gordon's office. And then this like plaque of, of the two astronomical signs is sitting 
gently placed in yeah. front of it. I love that um, it's, I mean, it's possible that Gordon just got him in the mail and he was like, oh, let me let me set the scene. I thought it was outside for a second because Gordon's carpet is green. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, somebody planted a tree like, next to Jim Gordon's he, desk. How is he getting these to the police station? Is he mailing them? Yeah. He mailed a whole tree? Yeah. The, the shipping fees must be astronomical. Well, like you said, he's got some capital. That's true. Yeah, I mean, because he didn't, he doesn't make away with the Jade, uh, the Jade submarine. So he like, we actually, I don't think he ever does any of his capers no. in this. In in the first panel, he had a, a briefcase. We could only assume it was stuffed with a billion dollars. <laughs> and that's how he's able to do all of this. I mean, small, small time criminals, they must make a lot of money. Yeah, well, you know. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to explain how this, what this means? It's, so it's a symbol for Earth and Mars. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought this might be a Josh's fact corner because you know a little bit more about construction than I do. Oh. But uh, it's customary for builders to hoist a fir tree atop a newly constructed skyscraper as a sign that it has grown. I mean, you among the two of us have built a skyscraper, so I thought maybe that would be something you're familiar with, but perhaps this is not a custom still in the year of our Lord 2020. This is the first I've heard of this tree thing, but then again- You went to college for building stuff. I haven't topped out many buildings. Mm -hmm. Um, Traditionally, this tradition still occurs. I did look this up. Okay. Um, there's like articles as recent as like 2017 about people asking like, what is this tree doing on top of the building? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, the World Trade Center did it. The, what, the, what they do is they will put a tree on the last piece of steel that gets put at the top of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tradition that originated in like Dutch countries. Okay. Um... <laughs> And that's about all I learned about it. It's basically like they hold a party because they topped out the building. Yeah. Um, and the tree is supposed to... Well, it means a couple of things. This comic says that it means that the, the building has grown. The things that I read said that like it's, it can be a symbol for good luck or like the evergreen can mean like new life or something. That's cute. There's like different interpretations of it. A lot of the times recently, it's just, like, a PR thing that people do. Yeah. Like, like cutting a ribbon. Yeah, like or, or doing the groundbreaking, groundbreaking with the shovel. Yeah. It's like, a, hey, press, come on, we've topped out the building. Mm-hmm. Everybody get excited. Yeah, we spent a lot of your taxpayer money, but come look, it's, it's finished finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After years and years and years and years. Yeah. And years and lots of traffic to being diverted. Mm-hmm. We lived in a very difficult city for a long time. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Okay, yeah, so anyway, uh, this means that it's the, the crime is going to take place at a newly built observatory. Yes. Because it's the Earth and, and Mars, and I guess that points to space. Yeah. They're very close together. What could it mean? Those planets are never close together. Unless you do it in a planetarium. Yeah. <laughs> we solved it. We solved it. No, we, we did it. No, we didn't. Batman did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then they go to the planetarium. Signalman tries to steal like a a pearl necklace. A sapphire necklace. Oh, sorry, sapphire necklace. I don't. Well, okay, I'm absolutely victim blaming here, but this lady 
really didn't need to bring her like pristine sapphire necklace with her on a trip to the planetarium. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's supposed to be like, oh, it's an opening. It's Every, the grand opening. The yeah. grand opening. I have to wear my fancy. You couldn't have broken out the, the knockoff for the planetarium. The costume opening. jewelry. Yeah, just wear some costume jewelry. You don't need to wear your 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 best stuff <laughs> ever. Really, you're just asking for it to get. It's a again, bougie party. He's asking for it to get stolen. It's so stupid. Listen, if you were in charge, nobody would ever wear anything fancy because you would be worried that they get stolen. Yeah. I'm worried my stuff's going to get stolen all the time. Today I was sitting in a chair with my wallet out in front of me and I was just like, my head was hurting and I closed my eyes for two seconds and I was like, someone's going to steal my wallet. And they flew open and I was like, no, everything's fine. I was in public. You're ridiculous. Um, So Signal Man gets these two planets to like, you know, he, he creates a diversion. He tries to grab this necklace. Batman shows up. Um, and then he runs into this beautiful room with all of the, like, astrological signs. What kind of self-respecting planetarium has a Zodiac exhibit? I mean, it's a cool way to get people interested in, like, oh, do you know where your sign's constellation is and, like, what it I looks guess, like? yeah. I think that's pretty cool, honestly, because most people are interested in, like, their own Zodiac symbol. It doesn't seem like it's set up like, uh, like a dome planetarium, though, because it looks like it's a square room. It's a new exhibit. Okay. That got me interested in somebody else's sign. And that's why I asked you before we started recording. Oh. What's Batman's birthday? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and we looked into this and Batman's birthday is not 100% known. Mm -hmm. It's kind of debated because there's some sources that say it's in like October. Some sources that say it's in November. But the most definitive one that I could find was from a calendar that was released in the 70s where some like DC Comics editor was like, it's February 19th. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I did a little research. Um, mm. Batman is a Pisces. Hmm. And I think, I, I found a little thingy on some random Zodiac website, and I think this describes him pretty well. Okay. So as a Pisces born on February 19th, your personality is defined by a selfless, intuitive, and romantic nature. When it comes to your loved ones, there is little you would not sacrifice. Your friends and family can recall numerous times that you place their interests and well-being far above your own. Your generosity is paired nicely with strong intuition. At times, it seems like you understand how someone else is feeling before they know themselves. A natural romantic, you often spend time in the realm of love and beauty. And you have a really weird obsession with bats. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Wow, <laughs> that that's last... dead on. <laughs> that last part really was real. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I know people are... I have some friends who are going to kill me for saying this. I know sometimes the Zodiac can be a little bit vague on purpose <laughs> because it's supposed to make you it feel like, wow, it really applies you to really me. really know me really well. It's really real. I mean, everyone, I feel like if you ask like 60 random people on the street, most of them know their astrological sign and would be like, oh yeah, I'm totally a typical Aries or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you could read that thing and be like, oh yeah, I'm definitely selfless. Yeah, I I go above and beyond for my friends a lot. Like nobody's going to admit to being a selfish jerk. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I'm a Scorpio and I know that we're like, I don't know, like hot tempered and like, I don't know, make quick decisions and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like I feel my feelings really strongly. Yeah. Oh, Scorpio. Um, I don't know. 
the more I say in this sentence, the less I'm sure of it. But <laughs> the more details I add, the less it sounds like exactly what a Scorpio is supposed to be. I am a Scorpio, and I feel that in my blood. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, I thought that that described Batman pretty well. I didn't look up Robin's because I didn't care. No, I, I don't even know. I think I also saw something that's like Robin's birthday is also highly debated. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps moving around depending on the continuity and stuff. Yeah. So according to this podcast, in our opinion, Batman is a Pisces and it fits him pretty well. He is really selfless. He's always going above and beyond for the family. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Although He's, I wouldn't really describe him as like super romantic. I would describe Bruce Wayne as being extremely romantic. Really? Yes. He's a playboy. He doesn't, he doesn't get involved with women that much. I mean, I mean, okay, it depends. Because, like, his two big loves, Talia and Selena, are like these huge, sweeping romance stories. I mean, with Talia, he has, like, an illegitimate child, and he... It's like soap you know, opera stuff. Yeah. Oh, or even Andrea. The, that, Andrea. Uh, every, the whole romance with Andrea was so, like, you know, very, very Casablanca, very, yeah, you know... Yeah romantic and like oh if we could only just have each other my father's taking me away <laughs> yeah no uh yeah i would say bruce wayne is insanely romantic and i think batman is too he's just a little you know a little bit more kevlar involved <laughs> in that there's more to, more to take off yeah yeah okay or even that one time he was with barbara which <laughs> was weird Ooh, oh bad movie bad movie don't bad watch movie. killing joke Read the comic if you want to, but don't watch the movie. Don't even worry the comic. Hot takes. Hot takes. I like the comic. Come Comic's fight fun. me, Alan Moore. The comic is fine, as long as you accept that it's a Dark Age book. Alan Moore's a sorcerer. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? He likes... He, that's how he describes himself. He's like a wizard. Why? Why? I don't know. Does he practice magic? Is he Jewish? I have no idea. Why are you asking me these questions? I don't know. I'll look it up before the end of the episode. Okay. Let's get back to this comic. Okay. Yeah, so they go into the Zodiac exhibit. Uh, like the, the cover, Signal Man throws the Sagittarius sign at Batman. And it gives him enough time that he can clam clamber up to the roof. Mm-hmm. And climb out through, I guess, like where the telescope is supposed to be. Yeah. Which, was it in the same room as the Zodiac stuff? I guess so. That's weird. He emerges through the trap. Of the planetarium's, like, roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Batman follows him, and he Batman's like, you don't have anywhere to go. And Signal Man is like, yes, I do. Down. And he pulls out a parachute and parachutes away. Um, I love it. Yeah. What a great escape. And then Batman and Robin just sort of stand there, like, oh, I guess he got away again. Mm-hmm. Which I put, like, Batman's glider cape from, like, recent stuff, or... Even a whirly bat would have been helpful here. Where was he going to keep a whirly bat? I don't know. What was he... Think these things through, Joshua. <laughs> Can't he track where Single Man is, is going to fall to the ground and then just, like, climb down himself and follow via Batmobile? No. It's going to take a long time for him to get down to the ground. He doesn't have a glider cape. Mm. He's got a regular cape. If he jumped, he'd die. Can't he do that? He has the bat rope. He could adhere. The, he could attach the bat rope to the top and climb down. That would take way too long. Okay. And it would also be really unsafe. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah. So then again, we have Signal Man gloating. 
Uh, the the newspaper that he's looking at says that he's public enemy number one. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is like, I guess two failed crimes is enough to make you <laughs> public enemy number one. He's public menace number one. Making people afraid. Public nuisance number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then we get we get to see his third and final clue, which is a pirate flag and a bat signal, which is just like a flashlight that has a, a bat symbol on the front of it. This is mm-hmm. like a sticker, I guess. That's cute. I want it. <laughs> um, you know you can just take a flashlight and like glue a bat symbol on it yourself, right? Uh, I guess. You can go to Home Depot and buy a flashlight. We have a bunch of flashlights. Okay. Why don't you put a bat symbol on it? I'm going to do it. Okay, good. <laughs> Next episode, you'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, let's see. Pirate flag, bat signal. It's going to be piracy of some sort. So they get the bat launch, which is Batman's boat. Mm-hmm. And they take it out to Gotham Harbor? Gotham Bay? Yeah. Gotham Bay. Gotham Bay. Okay. Uh, and they... See Signalman, they get on his boat, and then he traps them inside the boat. So he's climbing aboard an anchored cabin cruiser. I guess, is this his boat? Yeah, Signalman's? Yeah. I mean, it must be. Unless he stole it. He bought a boat? Again, this guy is already his loaded. His pockets are so deep. <laughs> um, Where did I, he get this boat? I didn't understand why there was nobody else on this boat. Oh. This was all just a ruse to murder Batman? Yeah, because, so he traps them in here, but he also says that he's attached a bomb in the engine room or something that's going to blow the ship up and kill Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. This is like that episode of a uh, animated series, the the man who killed Batman. It's like, what, what would happen if a small time criminal actually killed Batman? <laughs> but the answer is not suddenly would everyone would love him. The answer is suddenly everyone wants to kill him. Yeah. yeah. So this is not going to work out how you think it's going to work out, buddy. Yeah. Well, luckily for him, I think in, in this, uh, most of Batman's villains are in jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hard to tell. At least in the Silver Age, it seems like they have a bigger recidivism rate than they do uh, in the modern continuities because the villains don't show up. <laughs> like, it takes some years to come back. Yeah, true. <clears throat> Serve a full sentence before uh, coming back into the comics. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Single Man traps him aboard this boat. And then they escape using, like, pendants that are hanging on the wall? Pennants. Pennants? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, How does this work? Um, I think they just sort of fly them in a way that these nearby fishermen see them and know it's a sign of hospitality, but really it's a sign, like, please come pick us up. There's a bomb. But I guess there's, like, a whole pennant pennant language. Is Uh, it different than, like, like, flag signals? On boats? Maybe. I actually don't know. Oh, okay. Because I know, like, how flag signaling works. It's kind of like uh, Morse code. Yeah. But, but not. Because, like, you can do multiple letters by depending on, like, the position of your arms. Yeah. Um, but this seems to be, like, these, these pennants have different, uh, like symbols on them that yeah. are supposed to mean different things? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just the way that they, like, hang them is its own kind of language. Okay. So anyway, Batman and Robin get free, and they follow Signalman, mm-hmm. who has stolen the bat launch, yeah. Batman's boat, 
and they're chasing him, but Signalman is like, nothing can outrun Batman's boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he begins laughing and becoming too sure of himself and runs the bat boat into a shoal. Yeah. Which is has been marked by a buoy and Batman is like, you were too busy laughing. You didn't notice the signal. <laughs> what is a shoal? Is it like under like a reef? Yeah. Well, it's, it looks like it's rocks here. It's, yeah. It's like a... a an area where it's like too high for the boat to go oh, yeah, because yeah. it'll rub against the bottom. You would think that a high tech like vehicle like a like Batman's boat would be able to overcome such an obstacle. Yeah, I mean he, he, it's kind of like running aground, but it's not like ground. It's just that it's high enough to make the boat stop. Hmm. And he goes to jail and then he becomes a member of a gang like he always wanted, but it's a chain gang. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You were saying that you... like you'd... that wordplay? Yeah. You were saying you don't like how these uh, Silver Age comics can get pretty repetitive because according to the comics code, the criminal always, need, always needs to get caught at the end of the comic, mm-hmm. but I like it. I always like the one little explanatory panel that's like, don't worry, he's in jail now. He can't hurt you. <laughs> I always like that. They have to say it, because, like, otherwise they'd be like, well, Batman can't be incompetent, and criminals have to pay for their crimes. Yeah. Kids have to see that crime doesn't pay. Yeah. I mean, at least not when you rob from rich people. (laughs) So, uh, tell me about Signal Man. Okay, okay. Uh, Tell me his deep, deep lore. (laughs) There's not much here. Uh, Signal Man, uh, we, we get his origin in this comic. He's a small-time crook. He becomes Signal Man because he wants to make a name for himself. Uh, after this comic, while he's in jail, he meets a Green Arrow villain and decides to become a knockoff of Green Arrow called the Blue Bowman Ooh. and commits bow crimes, and Batman and Robin stop him as, as the Blue Bowman. What are bow crimes? You know, crimes using a bow. Like, yeah. you know how Green Arrow does uh, bow justice? Yeah. He, <laughs> he does, does bow, bow crimes. crimes. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So he's got, like, a... Does he have, like, fancy arrows, like Hawkeye? Yeah, he has, like, different trick arrows. Okay. So he's got one that can, like... Like Green Arrow does. He He's literally a Green Arrow knockoff. <laughs> okay. So he's got he's got one arrow that can like shoot into the window of like a jeweler's and break the window so he can get all the diamonds. I did not read this comic. <laughs> does he have does he have one that I would assume he has one that has a net. It's got a little hook on it so he can just like steal the necklace off of a lady as the bow whizzes past. Who knows? Or better yet, pierces her flesh. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I need to know more about bow crimes. Okay. Listen, if you want to look it up, you can read the comic about the Blue Bowman. Okay. After he's the Blue Bowman. This will be a two-parter. Part two is Blue Bowman. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if it's Silver Age or not, but we can definitely read it. Okay. Uh, after after he fails at that, he returns to being Signalman. Signalman. <laughs> what? Signalman. Uh, I like it. He shows up in a, a couple of times in the comics. Uh, after this, he's part of the secret society of supervillains. Yeah. Which is basically, I think, just a way for them to be like, oh, we got a lot of villains here, and they use 
B-listers and C-listers like him to, like, fill it out. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you can't have the... What do they call that? The Legion of Doom? Like, yeah. you can't be part of the Legion of Doom because that's, like, well-known villains. That's villains that people actually know. Yeah. Like, Black Manta and Joker and... and uh, Scarecrow. Scarecrow, yeah. Like, that's... Those are the ones that people know. The the, the Secret Society of Supervillains, that's, like, you know, the people nobody knows. But yeah. they're... They formed again. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Um, where does where does uh, Clayface and all of his playmates fit in? Uh, I don't know if he's. I think he's part of Legion of Doom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's part of the Legion of Doom in the Young Justice television show. Maybe. No, there is there a Legion of Doom because I know they have the light. The light. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't know if there's a league. No, there is a Legion of Doom because there's an episode where like Joker and Poison Ivy. And stuff are trying to take over the world, and they're the Legion of Doom, but they're not part of the light. They're not part of. I thought Joker was part of the light, or is that an episode where it turns out that everything was fake? What? What? Right? <laughs> I don't know. Young Justice is a crazy show. I love Young it. Young Justice is a crazy show. I'm looking forward to the next season. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the only other information I have about him is that he traps Batman inside the Bat Signal once. In, like, yeah? a comic in the 70s. Ooh. He, I, I actually did sort of skim this one because I wanted to know how it happened. He, like, knocks Batman out somehow and then, like, slings him over his shoulder, takes him up to the bat signal on the GCPD roof somehow, ties him, like, to the inside of the bat signal and then, like, puts the cover back on. Okay. Uh, and Batman's like, oh, no, if the bat signal gets turned on, the, the huge light is going to burn me alive. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Would it burn him to death? Yeah, so he has to, like, cut his way out. He, like, has to, like, somehow move his his uh, wrists around to get out of the heavy-duty wire that's, like, keeping him there. And he, like, does it just in time, like, right before Jim Gordon turns it on. Oh, shoot. That's <laughs> uh, horrifying. And he bursts out of it, like, all dramatically. That's cool. It is. It's a pretty cool comic. I should read that comic. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Signal Man, back with a vengeance. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah. A dark, gritty reboot of Signal Man. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's the same Signal Man. Because it's just... It's just like a comic that was written like 10 years later. Does he have the same costume? Yes, he has the exact same costume. Oh my god, I have to read it. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He does show up in the New 52. He doesn't have like a weird dark backstory. He's just like still a part of the secret society of supervillains. Okay. That's pretty much it. That's mm -hmm. pretty much it. He's like a C-lister. He shows up every once in a while and, you know, adheres to his shtick. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a guy. With a gimmick. Did you watch an episode of Batman Brave and the Bold that he was in? I did. Uh, he, he's not actually, like, featured. Like, he doesn't have any lines. Oh, he's just there in the background. He's just kind of there in the background. Bat one of the Batman... It's it's this one where, like, Batman gets uh, split into three different personalities. And one of them is, like, super aggressive. And that one goes to uh, the, the bar that's in these Silver Age comics. Yeah. Where there's just, like, a bunch of villains standing around. And it's... Uh, it's Signal Man, uh, I saw Killer Moth in there. Uh, there was another guy that had symbols all over him. I don't know what he was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It's like, again, like a bunch of C-listers. Oh, uh, Top Man or so, whoever it is, Spinner Guy. Okay. We're going to do an episode on him eventually. <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> I'm like, sure, yeah, Top Man, uh -huh. of course. Yeah, yeah. Zebra Man, I think, is in there. Oh, lovely. Again, another one that we'll do eventually. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much to cover about him. He's just a criminal with a gimmick. Well, you know what? I like him for his costume. 
I like him for his tenacity. I like how he uh, doesn't want to play by the rules, uh, even when it comes to villainy. I like how he doesn't want to work his way from the bottom. Uh, and I I like his, his attitude. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the signal man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, moral of the story. What's the moral of the story? Don't wear your jewelry to anything. Don't wear jewelry. It's just going to get stolen. It's just going to get stolen? It's just going to get stolen. Don't drive a fancy How car. How will you impress your, your, your fancy friends? Um, buy them a big house. What? Okay. Yeah. Be like, I have enough money to buy you a big house. There you go. <laughs> what if you don't, though? Um, get some costume jewelry. <laughs> They're not going to know the difference. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it, the, the moral of this is buy costume jewelry instead of regular jewelry. Yeah, exactly. Invest your money. Don't spend it on jewelry. Jewelry's a scam. Jewelry's, jewelry is a scam. Moral of the story, jewelry's a scam. Moral of the story, jewelry's a scam. And always bring a parachute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you never know when you'll need to jump off something. Off of a roof. At a moment's notice. <laughs> um, and uh, last but not least, Batman's a Pisces. And I see it. I see it. <laughs> I mean, uh, moral of this story for me is I, th- the same moral that we have in every single one of these, which is don't telegraph your crimes. Yeah. Just don't tell Batman what you're going to do. Don't leave him clues. It'll Don't be, be a riddler, right? It'll make them. It'll make it harder for him. Yeah, you probably still get caught, but you might get away with a, a one or two crimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Even the crimes that he quote unquote got away with, he didn't get any loot. Exactly, but so. yet he was still able to buy a boat. Yeah, presumably, or presumably. maybe he stole that boat. Killed everyone aboard. I think that I think that boat had people on it, and it exploded, no. and Batman just didn't realize. He's like, well, I've looked at one or two cabins. Nobody's here. I guess it's abandoned. <laughs> Better get off. There was somebody just tied up in a room that he didn't check. Oh my God, 50 people. I don't know where he it's got that impossible. big boat. Okay. Okay. Is this the end of the episode? Yeah. I uh, hope you guys have a great Hanukkah. And uh, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. And then soon it'll be Christmas. I want to do Mr. Freeze for Christmas. You want to do Mr. Freeze for Christmas? Yep. We had a bit of a discussion about this. What was what was the one I wanted to do? Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I was looking at Polka Dot Man? <laughs> no, I don't want to do Polka Dot Man for Christmas. Oh, Calendar Man, was it? Yeah, I was thinking Calendar Man. Um, I don't know. Just something like wintry would yeah. be fun. I'm sure there's some sort of like... Mr. Freeze is wintry. I'm sure there's some sort of Batman Christmas comic that we can find where Batman fights Santa Claus or something crazy like that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be able to find something. Okay, but we gotta do Mr. Freeze for like New Year's because that's okay. this whole thing. Yeah. Can you close out the episode with your Mr. Freeze impression? <laughs> no, I'll All do right. it for the Mr. Freeze episode. Fine, I'll, I'll do mine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so have a good night everybody and remember that revenge is a dish best served cold that was terrible good night (laughs) our theme song was created by ben dean you can find his art at tinyurl.com slash ben dean and our cover art was created by savannah storm and you can find her art at art.by.savius on instagram (laughs) good night everybody cold (laughs) 